0: two peas on a pod it's a podcast about movies and other stuff two peas on a pod brought to you live from two mississippi movie buffs two peas on a pod exploring films so you can get all the details two peas on a pod here come your hosts jason and
1: dale Hello, welcome to another episode of Two Peas on a Pod. I'm Jason here, as always, with Dale, and uh, we're gonna get another episode for you in the can today. And uh, what's going on, man? You doing okay?
2: Yeah, I'm fine, dude. How about you?
1: We're uh, yeah. Today, we're gonna kind of uh, pay a, pay a little bit of a tribute to uh, the late West Craven, who passed away. I think it was a little bit over a week ago now, so uh, we haven't. Uh, had a chance to record a show since then so we're just gonna maybe go over some of our favorite memories and uh you know we'll get our usual news and recent watches and all that stuff too but uh well have you uh seen anything good lately
2: oh uh in general or what's craving right
1: yeah 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 just in general
2: oh uh well, earlier I actually watched uh, Return to Oz. It's the 30th oh, anniversary yeah. of that. Um, and, uh, you yeah, know, that that holds up really well. Always while I'm watching it. Um, Are they
1: doing a special release for that or anything?
2: I doubt it. Disney does not treat the movie all that well. Uh, so they don't know what to do with it. So, yeah, no, it, it came out on Blu-ray, I think, last year. But you can only get it through... Disney Club or some shit. uh, Oh, really? Yeah, they've not been. That's fucked
1: up. Yeah, Yeah, I thought I remembered uh, hearing about there being some sort of a Blu-ray release for it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but you won't find it in stores.
1: It could definitely benefit
2: from that. Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't get it. I, I just don't know why they keep shitting on it. You no,
1: know, they shit on it at the time. It's it's a very good movie See on Amazon. on Amazon, I'm seeing thirty seven ninety nine. Yeah, that can eat shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got my uh, DVD copy of it. I think that'll work just fine.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'll just I'll just keep getting DVDs of it. They can lose my ball. Yeah. I highly doubt that they've got
1: yeah. a good transfer of it. I, I, I doubt that too. Let's see. Got a 3.5 video and a 3.2 on audio on Blu ray.com.
2: That's uh, com. a 4 or 5? 5. five. Yeah, that's that's not worth me upgrading. Because <laughs> it doesn't have special features either.
1: The screenshots look good, but, you know, it's always hard to tell.
2: I always need, like, a side-by-side comparison. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I want to mention is uh, I finally picked up the uh, collection of the animated Godzilla series. Based on the '98
1: American movie. Oh movies. shit! Yeah. Uh, what? Oh, okay. You're talking about the newer one,
2: okay? Uh, yeah, the American one, not the Hannibal barbera thing. But uh,
0: yeah, uh, I got you.
2: Uh, it. Uh, I know I've, I've said it before. I don't like the movie, but the animated series makes amends for some of the shit they did in the film. Yeah uh
1: that's what i've enjoy. always heard i've never seen it myself but
2: but i've heard it's much better than the movie it is it's i mean god was not a pussy for one uh he fights and he has his breath again it's great but you know and that that look just looks awesome in animated form to me uh, much better than it did yeah uh, in, in the film uh, it's cool. I mean, it's a good little, you know, it's a monster of the week thing. It used to come on Saturday mornings. You
0: know? Yeah. And of
2: course, at the time it was coming on, I was working late Friday night. So I was never right. on Saturday mornings, but I would record it and check it out. But it was oddly enough, Michael's had it, uh, oh. for $6. So I, I snagged it and it's good. It's not subtitled or anything, but I didn't expect it to be for six bucks for 40 episodes. Uh, damn, I didn't know they made that many. Yeah, it it lasted, I think, two seasons. And, uh, two of the episodes were never shown on TV, so they're on the DVD. The quality is good. The the audio is good, too. I mean, it's a good, solid little thing. Uh, and, uh, it's the same animation from the Men in Black cartoon around that same time. And that, the new Ghostbusters or whatever cartoon, uh, it's kind of a dark... Uh, yeah, I never saw that. Yeah. Uh, it's a kind of a dark feel to it. You know, it's a darker uh, a palette, I guess, for the animation style. and uh, But it, it works well. It's it's really cool. Um, uh, that's cool. What else with that? I'm, yeah, I've, I've enjoyed it. I've just popped it in and let it run. And, uh, some pretty interesting monster designs in it. Um, so, I don't know. I yeah, you bringing that up made me off. think
1: of. Huh. I'm a. i am i recently rewatched the whole series of uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh yeah. And uh, it was like season six or season seven. They were uh, there's a one character in it's like a, a nerd. You know, he's like a movie nerd and somebody makes a comment about Godzilla, and he, like, flips out, and he's like, that monster in that movie was not Godzilla. It was a giant iguana, and this, this, that, and the other. I thought it was pretty funny. You know, basically saying that the American film was was shit.
2: Yeah, I think that was a pretty general consensus. Yeah,
1: it, it was just funny the way they did it. You know, that's Joss Whedon. so Yeah.
2: Yeah, I don't think uh, Dean Devlin and Rowan Ember anticipated how many people actually do like Godzilla.
1: Well, I mean, why would you fuck up an established thing like that? I mean, like, it's not that hard to not fuck up, but they managed.
2: Well, they had no respect at all for the source material. Ember never wanted to do it. But uh, Devlin convinced him to do it, especially after Independence Day. He was like, this will be a huge blockbuster for us. So he did it. <laughs> Devlin was just an arrogant cunt. I mean, that motherfucker. It's really funny. You can, I'm not sure where you can find it now, but uh, fans were ripping into him for him. And he himself actually had a blowout online ranting at fans about Godzilla. Yeah. Which is really funny. Because he just lost his cool. But, I mean, you know, he was saying arrogant shit like, uh, this is what they would have done back in '54 if they had had the technology. Right. It's like, no, no, they wouldn't. Nobody in the right mind would have done this stupid shit. Uh, I don't know. It, It was just crap. Just, there's really no redeeming quality of that movie. But, uh,. Yeah, that's funny. I've I've noticed some other instances like that with this shit on the uh, American Godzilla. I have two of them in, in yeah. the Japanese Godzilla series. Yeah.
1: Man, yeah, that's just funny stuff.
2: Yeah. But uh.
1: Yeah. It's been almost twenty years ago now.
2: It Sure has.
1: But, uh, let's see, I've seen quite a bit of stuff lately. Um, I'll just pick out the, uh, most interesting things. Uh, I watched uh, Tremors 4 again.
2: Oh, got it. That hold on.
1: That movie's a fucking turd, dude. I had no idea it was that bad. I- I've seen it before. But yeah. I had completely blocked it out. Like I watched this this movie again and it was just about unwatchable.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'd be surprised if Trevor's fine. It's good. Yeah, me too. Uh
1: especially with Jamie Kennedy attached, so Yeah. Maybe
2: that's why I did not like it a convention like you did. Because he had to go film, go film, five, on the side of the road somewhere.
1: Fucking prick had to go make some more money off a of scream. That's
2: all he's ever had. And son of the mask. <laughs> sure.
1: That's what set Hollywood on fire. Yeah, it sure did. It
2: set something on
1: fire. That's what called September 11th, I think.
2: Oh, dude, yeah. It it did. That's
1: what the boy... Jimmy they, Kennedy, uh, they saw that. They said, man, we've got to get rid of these folks. Uh, they thought
2: Jimmy <laughs> Kennedy was going to be in there.
1: But I saw another film called uh, the Ninja Dragon. Have you heard of that before? No. I don't know where the fuck I heard about this. Someone told me about it. It's it's awesome. It's definitely one of those so so bad it's good movies. It has a different oh. title, I'm trying to find the the it's Legend of the Shadowy Ninja the Ninja Dragon. What was it made? Ninety. Oh, okay, that's a good year. So you can totally imagine uh, what it is, but it's it's like a there's there's fucking kung fu, there's monsters, there's aliens. It's got everything. It's a it was a solid, so bad it's good movie. Like I really enjoyed it. It uh really picked up towards the end. Some uh, really cool special effects in there. It's a really bad special effects, but there was some good stuff as well.
0: Hmm.
1: What'd you find? Something you would probably really enjoy. Oh, this was just a Netflix rental. Oh. You never Uh, know, man, babe. Mm. Sometimes I have decent shit
2: there. I have no doubt, just from what you've said just now, that I would enjoy it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
1: it's it's great, just check it
0: out. <clears throat> I've seen
1: so much stuff man, I'm let's see, uh of course you and I watched Idiocracy again.
0: Yeah.
1: And I saw this film called Faults. Are you familiar with that?
2: False or False? False? Oh the second one you said. Oh no, no, I'm not I'm not familiar with it
1: at all. It's like an independent film. It's it's streaming on Netflix right now from two thousand fourteen. It's uh it's got Leland Orser in it. I'm trying to think of something else. He was in Independence Day, he was in seven, taken, taken two, um, He's done tons of movies. You would know him if you saw his face. He's like a short guy. Generally pay, plays like a passive guy in movies. He's he's one of uh, Liam Neeson's like uh, buddies from, you know, the, the good old days whenever they were, you know, crushing skulls or whatever the fuck was going on before his daughter was kidnapped.
2: I, I have to see his face. But,
1: uh, anyway, man, this movie's nuts. Like, it's it was really cool. I watched it about a week ago and, uh, still thinking about it. It's got, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead in it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And she plays a, uh, a daughter and these, uh, that Leland Orser guy, he, he plays this, uh, he, he's like a motivational speaker. He, like, specializes in, uh, cults, like, helping yeah. people, like, recover after being, you know, uh, in a cult, so uh, these these parents hire him to get her daughter, get their daughter back, who's Mary Elizabeth Winstead from this cult, and it just it goes fucking nuts, man. From there, it's it's so crazy, it's like sci-fi type stuff going on, but it's uh, really cool. Huh? It, it's hard for me to tell you what's going on without spoiling it. So, <clears throat> it sounds interesting. Oh yeah, it was. There was a lot of, a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And I watched another movie that, if you haven't seen, you would really enjoy. Uh, Red Red Rock West.
2: Mm-hmm. I, haven't, I haven't heard of that either.
1: It's uh, Nick Cage from '93. Oh, that's Directed by John Dahl. What's it about? But it also has Dennis Hopper and Laura Flynn Boyle in it.
2: That's a pretty, uh, that's a, that's a pretty good cast.
1: Oh, yeah, man. It's solid. It is a great movie. I'd never seen it before, but I loved it. Um, just, just one of those, you know, films that, you know, I'd, I'd heard about, but just never watched. Just kind of got swept under the rug. But, uh. Yeah, Nick Cage is just a guy looking for work and he goes out to a place in like Wyoming or somewhere trying to get work on a uh, an oil rig doesn't get the job but he goes to this bar and they're looking for a guy and he says it's him but turns out the guy's looking for a hitman to kill his wife so he goes through that whole deal and then Dennis Hopper shows up he's the real hitman of course he is and uh, it's, it's cool man it's just I mean, you know, Nick Nick Cage is a decent actor. People forget
2: that. Oh I'm hoping. I think he can like you said, I, he's got quite a bit of range, he just he just goes ape shit quite a bit. Yeah. Like vampires. Yeah,
1: kids. I mean especially nowadays he does. But uh, also has J T Walsh in it. And uh, Dwight Yoakam. Well, of course you got Dwight. But yeah, watched that and then watched it again with the commentary right after. And, uh, like, I'm a a fan of John Dahl's stuff, some of the other stuff I've seen of his, but I got another movie I just got in the mail yesterday. Uh, It's called Kill Me Again with Val Kilmer in it. And I've never seen it before, but... Has Val Kilmer and Michael Madsen from '89 that I'm looking forward to watching. So,
0: mm.
1: I got that on Amazon for like five bucks or something. So, looking forward to checking that out.
2: Let well, me we know how it is. It's definitely a good time for movies.
0: Oh yeah.
1: And, uh, let's see, uh saw Burying the X. That's the new horror film from Joe Dante. Yep.
2: You've been talking about
1: that one. It's on Netflix now. I was going to buy it, but uh kind of glad I didn't. It's on Netflix now. It's uh, Best Buy exclusive right now on Blu-ray. Otherwise, you have to wait till like, November or something until the, the, the Blu-ray comes out everywhere else. Mm-hmm. But uh has Anton Yelchin, Ashley yeah. Green, and Alexandra DiDario in it. And if you remember, like, the third episode of True Detective, you'll know who oh, Alexandra DiDario yeah. is.
2: I know. I know who she is. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, uh, um, yeah, I don't know what's up with Anton Yelchin doing all these, like, horror movies these days um, he was in the um, Fright Night remake he was the main guy in that mm. I don't know didn't if you know who I'm talking about you know, he was uh, in uh, Terminator Star Salvation what, yeah he was you in Star know. Trek too that's right yeah 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 I know what you're talking about which I about. haven't seen those. that's why I don't know who does he play in Star Trek um
2: uh, Chekhov
1: <laughs> of course
2: yeah, yeah, I mean that's uh, not a lot of creativity. But they're, they're going to want to play. Should want to play her? I
1: mean, <laughs> who's that? Rihanna? Like Rihanna's playing? Uval yeah, right now. That's,
2: it's yeah. she's trying to get away from Beyonce or somebody. Yeah, Chris Brown is a villain in him. He's trying to chase her down. <laughs>
1: That would be awesome. I would watch that. (laughs) See, that's... (laughs) That's something old... uh, Oh, whoever that idiot's doing the Star Wars movies could do. Oh, Abrams? Oh, what's his name? Yeah, J.J. Abrams. They could actually handle that. But, uh... Anton Yelchin's weird, man. Like, like I saw him in a bunch of stuff when he was, ye- like, a young kid. Mm-hmm. And he looks exactly the same, but he's, like, a man now. It's so fucking weird. Like, like he's got such a baby face. Like, you, like, grow a beard, but he can't grow a beard. So, like, he still looks like he's 12 years old.
2: Yeah, he looked young in Star Trek. I wasn't sure how old he was, so.
1: He's uh he's like twenty six or something now. But um uh, he looks way younger than that. Anyway, uh new Joe Dante film, uh nothing special. You can avoid it. Mm-hmm. Kinda glad I didn't I didn't watch it, you know, or, or didn't didn't pay to own it. Uh I don't know about Joe Dante, man. I think he's kinda fallen off a little bit
2: seems like quite a few filmmakers have.
1: It's not a bad film at all, don't get me wrong. It's just not, uh, it's not anything special, you know? Yeah.
0: Seems to be a lot of that.
1: And I watched Area 51. That's another one that's on Netflix, just recently put on there. That's uh found footage uh found footage alien type movie. Yeah. Directed by the same guy that did uh, paranormal activity. Wasn't well, as awesome as it sounds. Uh, yeah, it uh it was okay. I didn't completely hate it, but uh I didn't enjoy the ending very much at all. It's this one is kind of weird because it like sat on the shelf for like like he made it right after he made per, Paranormal Activity so that was like 6-7 years ago and it just kind of sat on the shelf until this year they decided to release it Are
2: they trying to cash in on something
1: I guess man I don't know it's on it's on Prime Instant Video it's on Netflix I'm sure they just sold it for just a little bit of money on there and, uh, probably gave it some limited VOD release before that. Try to make yeah. as much money as I can off of it. No. Um, yeah. I mean, some decent ideas just, just didn't really come together. Mm. And, uh,. Uh, I'll take it back a few years last night I watched uh, Zapped for the first time
2: <laughs> I've got that I still haven't watched it though
1: dude I liked it way more than I probably should have <laughs> uh. <clears throat> like Scott Bayo and whoever his buddy was and Charles and Charles is in there too uh, Willie Ames yeah um, it. I don't know dude like do you remember back in the 80s like they would make these they were like comedies but they'd be rated R I oh, mean, yeah. th- not necessarily like sex comedies like not like Porky's and shit but I mean just just like the end of this movie like the, the whole deal is he gets this like he does this science project goes wrong and he's able to like move shit with his mind but, like, he's just a big perv, and just, like, he's just popping bitches' bras off all over the place.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and that's the end of the movie. They're at the prom, and he just goes crazy and starts popping everybody's bras off. And it's just, like, naked women running around all over the, uh, you know, the gymnasium of the school. Like, I miss that shit. We don't get movies like that anymore.
2: No, no, we sure don't. Well, it's not respectful towards women.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, they're bringing up that fucking, like, freaky porn on their, like, iPhone. These, like, six-year-olds, they're, like, uh, Zapped is disrespectful towards women, and they bring up, like, this, like, brutalizing porn.
2: Yeah. I think that's part of the reason why you don't see stuff like that anymore, though. Because kids would go see that shit just to catch a titty or two. Yeah, no, they don't yeah. Have to. That, that's right. Catch a
1: titty or two. I don't know. I might have to write a song. It's, <laughs> Catch a titty or two. Yes, I exactly. do.
2: That's exactly how I would sing it to. But Conway
0: titty.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But I, I don't know. I was just really nostalgic. Like, I know it's probably not a very good movie, but I enjoyed it. It was just, like, it's a rated R movie, but it's so quirky and stupid, you know? It's, like, the dumb shit that happens in the dumb comedy, and there's a whole scene in it where his mom thinks he's possessed by the devil, and these priests come in, and, like, they give him a bunch of horse tranquilizers trying to get him to stop, you know, abusing the
2: power of the devil and shit. It's pretty funny. It's a humor... It's bawdy, but it's harmless. That's the thing. Yeah, about Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, it's I don't know. I guess some like like drive-in fodder. You know, I guess is what this yeah. is. But I got really uh, nostalgic for it, so I, you know, I really enjoyed it. I watched That's this good. and Top Secret last night. So. Oh yeah. Is Top Secret still on Netflix? It was on Amazon.
0: That's where I saw oh, okay. it. It
1: may be on Netflix.
2: Uh, Amazon might be where I saw it on there. I remember Peter Cushing being in that. Yeah, we want to talk about but, uh, prolapses. <laughs> Next on
1: prolapse uh, talk. Wow. Well, Two P's on a prolapse. <sighs> but that's basically all I had to say. Uh, I'm a pretty big Scott Bayo fan, so I enjoyed that quite a bit.
2: That's cool. I need to check it out.
1: I always love Charles and Charles, so I like seeing those two guys together. That is on uh, Netflix. If you want to check that out. Oh, um, but uh, one more thing. Just um, I was gonna say, I'm right in the middle of watching the Death of Superman Live, so really enjoying that. So maybe we could talk about that on a future show. Yeah,
2: yeah, I definitely
1: want to see it. But uh, I guess real quick, we can hit some news. Um, I guess you heard about the everyone's uh, clamoring for the Godzilla uh, King Kong movie. Yep.
2: Yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> Probably I'm not, not
1: right. aware. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't understand what the. What the fascination is lately. I mean, apparently there's just some talk about it in Hollywood.
2: Well, what it is, for what I know, is there issues going on right now? Because, uh, you know, Legendary and Warner Brothers have been working together. And now, yeah. Legendary and Universal are to do uh, King Kong. And then just some issues going on right now. I don't think Godzilla versus King Kong is on the table of all. Yeah,
1: I've seen a lot of uh, news about it here in the past couple of weeks. So.
2: Yeah, yeah the the media has gone absolutely apeshit over it. I just do not see it happening. I don't know how it can happen.
1: It looks like Kong uh, Skull Island is set to come out in March of seventeen. In Godzilla 2 in 2018, probably this summer.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it'll come out of the summer, same time as uh, Jurassic World.
1: I mean, if this does ever happen, we're
2: talking about five years from now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it'll be quite a while. I I just don't, because of the rights issues and how universal it is with call, I don't see that happening. Yeah.
1: Me either. The rights issues is probably what's going to end, plus the size differences, you know? Yep,
2: yeah. Audiences today are not nearly as forgiving as they were in the 60s or something like that.
1: Dude in a suit versus dude in a suit. Makes sense to me.
2: Dude, you have so many fanboys just freaking out about it online if they did that movie. I almost wish they would do it just so I could see how many idiots crawl out of the woodwork to bitch about it.
1: Dude, you, you announce anything and people bitch about it. It doesn't matter. You know, you cast so-and-so as said character, people bitch. You know, it doesn't matter, you know... People are going to bitch about everything, regardless, nowadays. Yeah. It's one of the things I was thinking about when I was watching that documentary earlier, just, you know, because back in what the late 90s, you know, the Internet really wasn't a thing yet, like it is now, you know, as far as uproar goes. Oh, no, people so, uh,
2: figure out how to use it.
0: But, you know, people
1: would it. bitch about things, but they didn't have direct, you know, contact with... You know, you can't talk to Michael Keaton on Twitter, you know. Yeah. Back You know, 20 years ago, you can now. But, uh, I don't know. It's like, it, maybe that's a bad thing, you know. I mean, think about how shitty movies are lately, so... Maybe that's part of it. Like, you know, they listen to what people have to say when the people don't know what they're fucking talking about. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, the internet has given the voice to idiots. And, yeah. Uh, and they... They screech the loudest too. It's uh, <laughs> it's really. Well, I mean, I'm.
1: I mean, I'm just as bad. Like you know, when I found out Heath Ledger was cast as a Joker, I was like, man, that's so stupid. That's terrible casting. But I thought he did an amazing job.
2: You know, so you know, never know. You looking forward to Jared Leto?
1: So, I mean that's you know that's kind of you know what I'm saying. Maybe he'll do a great job. I mean Jared Leto's a pretty good actor. I mean,
2: yeah, I mean he might.
0: I mean, well, um, he played that tranny crack
1: or pretty good in that Dallas Buyers Club. So um, who knows? Hmm. Um, <laughs> that's a
0: good way to look at it.
1: He won an Oscar for it.
2: Well oh, did he? Yeah. For, for playing a training crack or was that exactly what they said when they gave it to
1: him? <laughs> I mean that's what he was. I training crack or with AIDS. That's even better. The
2: AIDS part won him the Oscar.
1: That I mean that was the whole purpose of the movie. That's what the Dallas Buyers Club was. They were giving they were getting AIDS medication from Mexico and bringing it to the U.S. and selling it for much cheaper than it was going for here, you know, because of pharmaceutical companies and shit.
0: Yeah.
1: Kind of the same problem we have now, you know. You can go buy you a bottle of pills for $500 or go down to Mexico and get it for 10 bucks. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like uh, think
2: uh, somebody let me
1: borrow it. I'll just have
2: it washed it up.
1: I mean, it's it's a heartstrings drama. I mean, it's, I guess if you're in the mood for it, check it out. I wouldn't say it's like anything that's going to set the world on fire, but it's not a bad movie. But definitely overblown.
2: We're overblown with
0: the age.
1: <laughs> it, it was full-blown. <laughs> But uh I haven't even heard of this, but did you know Channing Tatum was supposed to be doing a gambit movie?
2: Oh, I've heard he was cast as gambit.
1: What the fuck is wrong with them casting people like that, man? It's so stupid. Whatever. I don't I don't hate Channing Tatum, but it just seems like hey let's let's give this fucking beefcake thirty million dollars for no reason. Um Anyway, that movie's got a lot of fucking problems. It it may never happen, who knows? It's just played with problems. Well,
2: they've been talking about it. Everybody's They're
1: leaving the project or having to have new people come on and schedule for an October seventh, twenty sixteen release, uh and it's it's done by Fox, of course, so yeah. if they make it it'll probably suck 'cause I don't know if you remember Gambit from uh What was it that, uh... I think it was the first Wolverine movie
2: had Gambit in it. I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen either one of those. See,
1: Gambit was always my favorite X-Men. My favorite X-Men. And, uh... It was like... I don't even know, man. I don't know what was going on with the guy playing him. Like, he was like... It didn't did not do a good job of playing Gambit. I didn't think, but he wasn't in it very long. So,
2: dude, I've seen the way they portrayed uh, Deadpool and that, uh, and he looks like shit. Yeah, yeah.
1: That was the, yeah. That's that's right. He was in the first one. Yeah. yeah. What do you think about that uh, that that movie coming out? Have you seen the trailer?
2: Yeah, I've watched one of them. I mean, it seems fine. It seems to be another
1: fan of Deadpool. So. I think the internet blew up the day they released that fucking trailer. Every person I knew was talking about it.
2: Um, uh, I've never people looking for
1: like, I've never read Deadpool. I mean, I know who he is. You know, I know it's got that snarky comedy in it or whatever, but uh, I'm just it looked okay. It looked pretty funny, but I mean, they've got TJ Miller in there, like dropping one-liners, you know, talking about his, the, uh, not forget what it is, but just making some weird references to weird shit, and him just saying "fuck" over and over again. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it'll it'll do well because I'm sure there's an audience for that, but it just seems like it was too on well the nose.
2: I'm saying fuck over and
1: over. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was just, uh, I mean, it, you know, kind of loses its power if
2: you keep saying it over and over again. Oh, yeah, I, I agree. I don't really care to hear the word as much as I do. Well, talking, I'm a fucking like kid, you fuckers. You know, when you, yeah, it's like you say, it becomes a gimmick when you keep saying it like that. Yeah. It was like
1: that episode of South Park when they said shit like 600 times. Oh, dear.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, man. Uh, let's see. Lots of Star Wars news out there. Talking about Star Wars going to Netflix, which I, I predicted that before anybody even said anything about it. Of course it'll go to Netflix. It'll, it'll go to Netflix, like Will Smith will play Obi-Wan, and fucking, I don't know, dude, they're going to rape this fucking franchise, like, it's already, like, there's going to be like 30 projects coming out in the next five years, everybody's going to be
2: tired of Star Wars, guarantee you. You know, I was thinking about that the other day, that, you know, Lucas actually played that right by uh, by not, you know... Putting out Star Wars movies left and right, which he very well could have very easily. Uh, and now that that it's going to be so easily accessible, I think it's going to hurt it quite a bit. I do too.
1: I do too. So, I uh. uh I don't. It just seems like it's going to be. Uh, they're going to go overboard with it and, and flood the market. You know. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. That's. Dude, not only are they doing the, you know, the core trilogy, they're doing all these spinoffs and shit already. So yeah, that's exactly. Oh, they're, what they're already
1: doing. cast. They've already got writers. They've already got directors.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, they're doing a. Uh, we already know they're doing a Han movie. Han Solo, they're doing a fucking Boba Fett movie. And, uh, there's other ones, too. Maybe a Lando movie? I don't know. Uh,
2: yeah, it's already too much.
1: I'm already tired of it. It hasn't even come out yet. Yeah. But, uh... Looks like Pacific Rim has been pretty much stopped. Pacific Rim 2, they're not going to be doing that.
2: Yep. I heard that
1: Which But I was excited for that. I was actually looking forward to it. I i think I was one of the only people that actually liked that movie. Oh, I liked
2: it. I had a lot of fun with it. Of course, I think I was going to be hard-pressed and not like it.
1: I mean, it, it had great actors. You know, Del, you know, Del Toro is a great director, and I love that subject matter. So, it was a win-win for me. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> just saying, you know, Del Toro has been talking about Hellboy three forever. I know. Ron Perlman's want
2: to do that one too.
1: Yeah. He needs to before he gets too old. He's going to be like Angus Scrimm in fucking Phantasm Five. He's like propped up against a wall or something the whole movie.
2: <laughs> they have him strapped to a gurney, just push him around. Might I mean, Angus
1: Grim's like 90 years old, dude. What's he going to do? He's going to like drive his rascal up to him and say, boy...
2: Boy, hover around. Yeah, and he backs up, and you hear just beeping like that, you're just waiting. <laughs> That's a suspense, all right?
1: He's got, like, a, a little flag that you put on go-karts sticking out of it. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, seriously, that movie's 15 years too late. Um but I don't know, man. Del Toro, it's like he releases like 10 projects that he's doing and like three actually get made. I don't know if there's a strategy to that or what. But
2: I noticed that uh, like Halo and in the Mountains of Madness and all that at the same time and I don't know what yeah. happened.
1: Now, the Halo deal, I think that may have had something to do with the whole, uh, that other idiot. Um, well, Lord of the Rings guy. Peter Jackson. Oh, was that him? Yeah, Peter. Yeah, I, 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 I believe it was Peter Jackson's company who was going to get uh, Del Toro to do it at first. And then uh, and then I think it was the guy that came in and did, uh, you know, the guy that did Chappie. I think he, he was supposed to do the Halo movie as well. And they just scrapped the whole idea and let him go make... Uh,
2: District nine. What
1: was the first movie he did? The uh oh well, District Nine.
2: Yeah. I yeah, think I that's that. how all
1: that happened. He just I think Peter Jackson just gave him some money and said, Go make your movie, you know, go make what you want to make. Mm. Because he was promised that, that that Halo movie. I think is how that went down. Well, he made a hell of a movie. Oh, that dude's awesome. I love Delusium. I love Chappie. I love District Nine. Mhm. Camp, Blom, something like that. Neil Blumkin. Neil Blumkin.
2: <laughs>
1: the he's from a, the the famous line of the Johannesburg Blomkins. Yeah. They uh, they enjoy a stinky blowjob. That's for sure.
0: God
2: damn. Uh, do you like that South African music playing? Throb.
1: <laughs> it's just the sound of AKs being shot in the air. Um. But um. I mean, I have, have you heard of any other news? Any other recent news?
2: Not off the top of my head, man. I can't think of anything. Well,
1: you know, DreamWorks is doing a uh, a Trolls movie. Those fucking things with the long hair.
2: Oh, jeez. Troll Why? why?
1: Yeah. Apparently, uh, Justin Timberlake's going to be in it, and Anna Kendrick is going to be in it, so I'm already uh, not watching this piece of fucking feces. <laughs> is
2: Mimi going to be in
0: it?
1: <laughs> it's going to be like Mimi and
0: uh,
1: <laughs> fucking uh,
2: Tara Reed. And Tara Reed's, God, who who
1: decided that's a good idea? Like couldn't somebody just sit down and write an original script that's gonna be better than whatever the fuck this train wreck is gonna be.
0: No. That's asking
2: too much.
1: <sighs> well, whatever. It's got the director from uh, Shrek Forever After and Alvin and the Chipmunks Chipwrecked, so Oh well, good. You can uh, you can look forward to that, I'm sure it'll be setting the world on fire. I um, um, can
0: Get
1: wait. <laughs> fuck you gently with a chainsaw. It's
2: another great song, I do.
1: But it's slated for a November 4th, 2016 release, and I guarantee you it'll make a fuck ton of money, and it'll probably have a sequel.
2: November 4th? <laughs> that's right just some time for my fucking birthday hey? that's awesome
1: there you go there you go you got your plans
2: yeah I'm, I'm gonna sit in my house while everybody's watching that and I'm going to uh cut my wrist open because
0: I'm not watching that shit <laughs> I'm gonna play my arm with the fucking violin but um uh, yep 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 let's see uh
1: Have you seen the trailer for Krampus? No, I have not. It's a new horror film coming out. I'm not sure when it's set to release, but maybe this Christmas. It's from the guy that did Trick or Treat. It came out a few years ago.
2: Yeah. Michael Doherty. That That was a good movie. Oh, you saw it? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen Trick or Treat.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I try to watch that one every Halloween. I try to watch it.
2: Oh, it's but, uh,
1: definitely one of those. Just one of the better anthologies I've seen. Yeah. But, yeah, Krampus is going to be like a, a Christmas horror movie, so that'll be interesting to see. Legendary's putting it out. Yeah,
2: well, they're staying busy.
1: Shit, yeah, man. That was something else I saw a minute ago Legendary was doing. Uh, yeah, they're very busy. But, so we can move on to some West Craven memories. So you're not I mean you're not a huge uh horror fan.
2: You're really more of a like sci fi guy. Uh, the horror I like is uh typically the older horror. You know, probably up into the you know the seventies and even eighties. Uh, right. But uh it just depends on the kind of horror. Um, yeah, I I don't like like body horror and shit like that. I just don't care for. But you know, the more fantastical horror, it's fine. Right. Uh, it it really just depends. But
1: um, yeah, you I think you actually texted me when uh, when Wes Craven passed away. Yeah, because uh, I didn't heard it until i was just I was just shocked, man,
0: yeah, I
2: had no idea he had uh cancer the brain cancer wasn't it yeah that's terrible,
1: yeah, I had no idea they obviously kept it a uh, secret, but I know I do was sick, but it uh it hit me pretty hard, i gotta say i'm uh a big a big fan of his or, or was, but uh, rest in peace, sir. And we'll uh try to talk about some of his films here. Of course, you know, Last House on the Left was the first one of his films, and uh, you know that, that that film has a big following. I'm not a huge fan of it, just strictly for the subject matter. Yeah, um, but I don't particularly care for that kind of stuff. Um, I've I've seen it. You know, it's not a bad movie, but. That's really what kind of put him on the map. Mm-hmm. And you've, you've never seen that one, have
2: you? No, that that's the kind of horror I don't want to to, to do with. I just said something like that. Yeah.
1: But then uh, he had uh, The Hills Have Eyes was soon after that in 1977. Yeah. hmm I thought Jupiter. Oh, no, yeah, Michael Berryman. Yeah. Well, that yeah, that's a good it. film. I, I enjoy that one quite a bit. Yeah,
0: I liked it. I liked it all right. Yeah. Um, D. Wallace was in there.
1: D. Wallace was one of the leads. I'm trying to think of
2: the... I know the name. I'm trying to think of the face.
0: She was the mom
2: in E.T. Oh, okay, yeah.
0: Shit. Um,
1: but, uh... So that, yeah, that was a pretty groundbreaking film as well. Just, just, uh... For the... You know the staying power it's had because people still talk about that film today. You know, of course it uh, it got its own sequel a few years later, and then it got remade, what two thousand seven or so. Yeah, and then there was a sequel to that remake as well. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, I didn't I didn't actually watch that one the first time until the remake came out. I saw it before the remake, so. That wasn't one I watched a lot as a kid or anything.
0: That is a
2: remake hold up to the original. I've never seen uh, I've seen some of the Um, sequel to the remake. Yeah, I know why you've seen that one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But, uh... Um... The remake is not terrible. It was by, uh... Alexander Aja, I believe his name is. Guy that did uh, High Tension. That was his American debut and uh not a I mean not a terrible film, just just not something I particularly enjoyed. It was, you know, I guess good to bring that to the modern audience or whatever, but you know, now when you say The Hills Have Eyes, that's what people think of, is that remake, not the older film. Yeah. But I didn't particularly care for it. Mm. But then you have Deadly Blessing, and that's a really interesting film that I think you would really enjoy. Uh,
2: Sharon Stone,
1: it's, you uh, said. Yeah, Sharon Stone's in it, and it's, it's it takes place on a uh, Amish, an Amish farm.
2: Yeah,
1: and you know, of course, Sharon Stone was actually pretty attractive at one time before she had all that plastic surgery done. And she showed up, and uh, on this farm, and just kind of drove these Amish people crazy with lust. Oh yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, is that the one with,
2: um, what's his name, Sam Elliott isn't it? Am I totally wrong on that? I don't. That's, oh, that's, I don't think so. Legacy. I I'm thinking of Legacy. I think oh, okay. going my, my bad. I'm sorry. Go
1: ahead. But That's a really good film. I'm just, I'm trying to get to something that you've actually seen
2: here. Uh,
1: swamp Thing? I know you've seen that
2: one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just staring at Adrian Barber's, uh memories. Oh, yeah. That's uh,
1: that's a great, great part of that movie.
2: Uh, yeah. yeah. You got it. A swamp you got it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Got a great cast in that one, too. Louis Jordan, Adrian Barbo, Ray Wise.
2: Yeah.
0: But, it was uh,
2: fun, right? uh, What I usually remember is Swamp Thing as a TV show coming on uh, yeah. USA all the time. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, you had this movie and then you had a sequel to this movie and then you had a, a live action series and you had a cartoon. Yeah. And I watched the shit out of that cartoon and the series. Really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I want to get into those new uh, comics. I know they've they they released comics uh, fairly recently. I want to pick up that uh, you know the the set with all of them in there.
2: Man, I've heard that the Alan War run on Swamp Thing is excellent. I yeah check it out. I really like Alan Moore, so yeah, gonna be
1: worth my time. I was just waiting for it to drop a little bit in price.
2: I don't think it's going to. No, I noticed that those collections really don't, because I've been yeah. keeping an eye on the uh, Alien and Predator omnibus things, and they only will yeah. get one to a certain point. And I'm not spending, you know, 10 bucks on an omnibus that's been... Used, you know, by some like twelve-year-old. Uh, <laughs> his mom sells it on there, like, it's like new. He barely touched it. You get it; it's like completes, right.
1: Oh, speaking of that, I ordered that uh, Terminator Vault. You told me that did the other you, night.
2: Did you order it right after I said something about it? Yeah. Awesome. Okay, that was you then, because it said two left. And then right after I told you about that, I said only one lap. I was like, "Oh shit!" So I bought it. <laughs> I bought that. <laughs> oh fuck! Because uh, it had been sitting at four lap for a while, and uh, and then suddenly people just start buying shit. Right, I tried to get yeah, that, that was me. You know. Okay, well that's good. I'm glad you got it.
1: Yeah, I've been watching that thing forever, man. I, I'm really looking forward to it.
2: Uh, yeah, Same here. Uh, and I'm looking for the... I want that alien book, and then that alien... I guess a legacy book or whatever. Yeah.
1: Uh, for some reason, I was thinking you already had the alien one. No, I don't, I don't have any of that. Okay. I've considered Somebody has that. I've, uh, I've seen that. I, maybe I just looked at it in the store one time or something.
2: Yeah, the Books of Million up here has had, like, the Star Trek vault, which probably was interesting. Uh, the Doctor Who vault and the oh, Transformers yeah. vault. I don't want Transformers.
0: Does
1: that go into the movies? The new movies?
2: I, I think it's more about or, you know, the cartoon and the toys and stuff. I don't... It may have some... a little bit to do with the new movies, but I don't think that's the focus of
0: it. Oh, man.
1: Um, Let's see. Go ahead and get get through some of these other films here, then. Uh, Let's see. He did... uh, Of course, The Hills Have Eyes Part 2, which I I don't think I've seen that that sequel before. I know. And then he did... And then he did *Nightmare on Elm Street, of course. So, I know you've seen that one, so we can talk about that one for just a minute.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I hadn't seen the whole thing until... um, the day he died, I think. That's blasphemy. I I think it's really interesting that I have managed to avoid it somehow. Uh, But like I was telling you earlier, I I I explicitly remember Johnny Depp's death scene in it.
0: Yeah.
2: Because it is absolutely retarded. It's just like something out of Evil Dead 2.
0: Alright.
1: did you remember Tina's death scene? I mean, had have, have you ever seen that before? That was one that it was. It was in a lot of like documentaries about horror film. You'd always see them throw that that scene on.
2: I probably had seen it. I just I, I don't know what it was about the Johnny Depp one. I guess 'cause he was so young and firm. That's why I remember. seriously, the way he's dressed in that scene, he dresses like. Like you'd expect, like a cheerleader dress in one of those movies. Yeah, yeah. it's really impenetrable and really fucking hot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we did a commentary on it uh, last week, and like I had never noticed. Like his dad is like really pissed off that that Johnny Depp's not like more like hyper masculine. Yeah, his dad's like, you, you know, you fucking queer he doesn't say that, but he might as well, you know, that's, that's why he's pissed off. He's like wearing a halter top or something. And, you know, he's about three steps from putting on some makeup. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's like
2: when I saw him laying down there with those, uh, listen to his Walkman or whatever, he had the earphones on and yeah. shit. Yeah, I was just like Yeah, what the fuck? Is he about to start flicking his Because That's exactly what he was waiting there for. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But, yeah uh, yeah, that that's a contribute yeah. to Wes Craven right there. <laughs> no yeah. he he sure
0: didn't.
2: Uh I enjoyed the movie. I I don't know I'd probably seen something somewhere about it but I I was surprised to see John Saxon
1: on. Huh? Oh, man. John Saxon's awesome. Yeah, he is.
2: Um, um The movie was good. You know, I, I thought it was interesting how you really don't see Freddy that much at all in that yeah. first one.
1: The first one, yeah. It's much more serious in tone, too. It
2: It's good. Uh, I like the... Uh, I really like when he's chasing uh, the first girl through the alley, and he's yeah. just like... And the way he's running, he's almost galloping like an idiot after. Yeah. It's... Uh, yeah. It was amusing. I like that. It's...
1: I don't know, I man. It's really like a perfect storm, because it... it, it all goes together so well like great writing great directing you know great special effects the actors do a great job you know it's it's i don't really have anything negative to say about that first movie it's it's one of the best horror movies ever made i think um it's it's so terrifying still to me and uh you know it it paved the way for probably the biggest horror icon ever um you know, and you know that was you know Robert England, You know, you couldn't have done that without Robert England.
2: Oh no, he was great on that. I mean, he was right. he <laughs> is Freddy Krueger. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And you know, with, the perfect evidence of that is the remake.
2: Yeah. See, I haven't seen that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Don't waste your time. You
2: know, I like the guy who plays Freddy in the remake. Uh, the
1: actor. Me too.
2: Uh. Man, Jackie Earl Haley. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, he's he's pretty awesome. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, man. I mean, the movie has a great feel to it. You know, it has a great early '80s feel. You know, the, the, like the just film is changing at that point. That was '84, so you know, it's like turning out of the '70s, and it's, by '84, it's really becoming the '80s cinematically. 'Cause stuff from eighty one and eighty two could easily fit in, in the seventies just in the style. Uh, and I think it's just a, a really good like uh, example of an eighties horror done right.
1: Exactly. Well, I mean my my whole point is I mean this is nineteen eighty four, you know, one of the probably one of the biggest times of horror ever you know, in the, the boom in the 80s when it was just, you know, every week you know, it was three horror movies out, three new ones, you know you know, in the theater, and, which is awesome but th- th- this movie came out and managed to stand on its own, you know in the middle of all these other films, so when it, oh, they, when it stands out uh, that much, you know Well,
2: what else came out in 84? You have Gremlins uh, Terminator.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, shit. What else? I know there was plenty of other stuff. Yeah, uh, so much. I'm sure a. Uh, a uh, Friday the Thirteenth came out then too. I'm sure, yeah.
1: But they did them every year for a good while.
2: But yeah, yeah. Uh, and what was that? What was the first one? The first Friday the Thirteenth was that eighty or eighty one? I believe it was 80. Okay. Uh, But no, I mean, watching that, you know, know, I watched it with my brother who hadn't seen it either, and he really enjoyed it as well, because it had a lot of He hadn't seen it either? No.
1: How the fuck did y'all manage to grow up and not see that of all movies? I
2: don't know. All the shit we
1: we watched, I should have had (laughs) y'all... We were watching fucking... Ghoulies too, for the tenth time, you should have been watching that shit.
2: Uh, I don't know, man. you know, i remember more bits and pieces of the sequels than I do the original,
1: yeah, that's the way a lot of uh, people are. You
2: know, it's the same I mean it's that's right the way I was I too I
1: was, yeah, yeah, well, you didn't like those either, did you?
2: You know, I actually grew to enjoy. Almost the cheesiness of some of it, some of the later ones. Yeah, it was again. It was just that eighties feel to it. And uh, now, now I want to sit down and watch them because I think I would. Yeah, I would enjoy them a lot more. Oh yeah, uh, you know that supernatural horror like Nightmare on Elm Street is, and you know, yes, yeah. uh, the Friday the Thirteenth stuff is as well. Uh, I can get into that.
0: Uh
1: Well, I mean, people always put Nightmare on Elm Street in that slasher, you know, category. And I I really think it's a lot more than a slasher. I wouldn't really even call it a slasher. It's, it's, It's not formulaic like most slasher movies are, is why I say that. When I think slasher, I think, you know, The Prowler or, you know, fuck so many... But you know, just a stalk and chase, basically. You know, it, any night any uh the Friday the thirteenth.
2: Yeah. It what it did watching it though, it's it had some of the same tropes as, you know, Friday the thirteenth. You know, that girl and her boyfriend have sex and then she's like recently murdered. But yeah there's actually a really interesting backstory to it and it and it's not, you know, just somebody robot about killing teenagers. You know, just a right. person doing that. It's like... Freddy Krueger cool being in your dreams, like being like a dream demon kind of thing. Right. It's novel. Uh, especially for that time. Oh, yeah. And Absolutely. It's not just that, but his look is really cool. You know, he's... He just has that shabby look to him, you know.
1: In the first movie especially, it, it kind of got more... Uh, I guess, cleaned up and polished as it went on to what we know now, but it, it, at first it was more of a, you know, in the shadows, just more of a just just mangled face, you know, instead of the you know, what we know now, the little you know, the intricate little marks all over the face.
2: <laughs> uh, see, I like, I like the stuff in the shadows better. I think uh, uh, yeah. horror, to me, a big component of horror is the use of shadow the use of what you can't see yeah. uh like yeah. with freddie like he's walking through and you hear you know his claws you know right and, uh, it's a pretty striking sound and, and oh, yeah. just the use of like the uh you know the furnace and all that it's it's really cool it's a really gritty movie on uh, the look to it i don't know i've really enjoyed it uh, it was, uh,
0: you
2: know, not only dark in tone, but dark in, you know, the look. Like, almost unpolished. Uh, yeah. Not amateur, yeah, really, but just didn't have a refined look to it. Right, sure
1: right, which, which, which played in its favor.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: It, uh, I mean, I think that's kind of one of the main things that's wrong with modern horror films, is they show too much of the monster, you know. Less is more. You you want to yeah. keep the audience guessing. You know you don't want to just you know the first five minutes of the movie show the creature, or the monster, or, you know whatever. Show as as little as possible. Because that's that's well, more scary, you know the imagination or whatever. You know I that, I forget whoever's quote that is. I'm ripping off, but you know it's it's so true.
2: Well, it's like uh, that's why Alien is so effective. You know, but uh, that scene right. where Dallas exactly. is in the, you know, Dallas is in the air ducts. The damn thing is right behind him. It's this huge fucking right. thing right behind it, but you don't see it because it's pitch black. Yeah. And when he shines the light on it, it lunges after him. And that's, I mean, yeah. that's still, you know, a creepy ass scene. The whole setup. To yeah.
1: That. Well, in it's hard. You know, the first alien movie is a slasher.
0: It's
2: it's
1: what? It's a slasher movie. is it? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a slasher horror movie. It's what it is, you know. It basically goes through picking everybody off one by one. Yeah. Yeah, it, it does. It
0: definitely does that. Um, but, uh... Yeah, I mean it's
1: not a whole lot you could say about Nightmare on Elm Street that hasn't already been said before. It's just uh you know, great great film. And I'm glad you finally got to, got around to watching it. If I had known you hadn't seen it, we would have watched it before now.
2: Well I I need to sit back and watch the sequels now. I'd love to see them.
1: Oh man, yeah. You're in for a treat. Uh Especially Part 2. You'd really enjoy Part 2.
2: Yeah, Dream Warriors is 3, or is that 2?
0: Yep, that's 3.
2: Okay. okay. As I remember, I distinctly remember New Nightmare, because uh, you were yeah. you weren't pretty pumped about that at the time. That was what, 94? Yeah. Um, yep, 94.
1: Uh-huh. Yep, I had the fucking novelization of
2: it. Oh, yeah, I remember you you were pretty pumped about it.
1: Yeah, because I was actually into horror at the time, and I was able to see it in the theater, you know. It was, I think, yeah, that had to have been rated R, so I guess my brother snuck me into it somehow.
2: Yeah. Uh, It couldn't have been that hard to do. No, it wasn't.
1: That's that's how I saw these movies.
2: Oh yeah, dude. Ushers Dude, ushers usually don't give a shit. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah
2: uh, they
1: cared even less back then though.
2: Yeah. Uh dude when I was an usher I couldn't I couldn't care less. But if you were an asshole, uh it was a totally different thing. Then i get I got more pissed at people sneaking in if they were dicks then, you know, I've Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh.
1: But then, uh, I guess we can go ahead and move on.
2: Yeah.
1: We had, uh, Chiller, which is a TV movie from 1985, and I've seen that, but I don't remember much of it. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Uh, you haven't seen that by any chance, have you? No. Chiller Chiller in 85. And then uh, he did an episode of Walt Disney's Wonderful World of Color in 1986.
0: Well, that's interesting. That's, yeah, kind of
1: interesting. And then he did Deadly Friend in 1986, which is another awesome movie that you'd really enjoy. Oh that I think I've heard uh, the
2: title of it at least.
1: Yeah, Christy Swanson's in it. And, uh, basically this guy's got a robot in uh, the movie, and the robot goes crazy.
2: Starts killing people. So, uh, it's pretty awesome. I might have seen bits and pieces of that. Yeah. On television. It's
1: a good one. We need to watch
2: that together. Dude, we've got a while. We need to watch together get some some little yeah. honey or whatever. Turn off yeah. the lights. Hope for
1: the best. Dude, I was thinking we need to watch like a bunch of those Bible Man movies together.
2: Dude, I've I've seen one of them at least. And, uh, of, course, of course, you have. <laughs> yeah I've seen that I saw that a long time ago, but I haven't seen that about it. i will show you
1: you saw bible Man when it came out like you you got the poster for it
2: dude I bought the v h s for ninety nine yeah. ninety nine as soon as it came out
0: <laughs> uh, yeah
2: uh, no no you know, you know my my buddy justin he he had it oh yeah. he had to show it to me yeah it's it is so shitty it's amusing. Is it though. as bad as you think? It's retarded. It, it's just like uh, I don't know. It's like I, I can't even explain it, man, without being offensive towards Christians. <laughs> but yeah, the, the the Christians who made this have no idea how to make an engaging action movie. You know, their their extent of Christianity is going and sitting down and listening to somebody talk to them. That's it. Uh, Is it
1: it better than heaven is for real?
2: I've not seen heaven is for real.
1: What's the one you saw?
2: God is not dead. God is not dead, yeah. Is it better than Uh, that? Bible man is not offensive. It's just retarded. Uh, God is not dead as offensive tripe. It's just absolute garbage.
0: Oh,
2: my, dude, I have not been offended by a movie in a long time. Until I saw that dog shit. And people are like, you know, walking around texting, God, it's not dead to random people. I mean, I had somebody say yeah. that. It's like, what the fuck? I don't want to see this shit. Uh, are you going to get me on a rant on that fucking movie again, dude? I I, I hate it. I hate that movie. I
0: really
1: do. But uh, he did uh, five episodes of The Twilight Zone when that came back in 86, or 85 through 86. Directed those, and then he did Serpent in the Rainbow. Was that 87? Eighty six? No, eighty eight. I'm sorry. Oh, 88, Okay. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that one. That's Is that Bill Pullman in that one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and uh, he's he's
2: pretty good in
0: that. Uh. Oh yeah, absolutely. Everything.
1: don't bury me. I'm not dead.
2: Dude, that. The the images and stuff in that movie are they'll stick with you for a while. Oh yeah.
1: That's a good one. That's
2: a good one. Uh, psychological horror
1: concept. Kind of yeah, it's kind of a ballsy move to, to bring out a like a you know, zombie in the classic sense when the you know the, the Romero zombie was, you know, running wild
2: it is. It is. And, uh... I mean, it's... It was a hell of a lot more creepy, though. You know, just the, uh... I don't know, with the way they did it with the, uh... Wasn't it, like, some sort of, uh... Mixture of chemicals and shit? That, yeah, uh, yeah. That fucked them up, yeah. Like, like, real zombies? Yeah, it was... Uh, right. Yeah, that shit happens. <laughs> That's why that's creepy. Oh yeah, you know, some undead uh, yeah. yeah, terror
1: going after you. You just spent thirty minutes screaming at yeah. Cole. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, he he really went on a on a run there, in my opinion. Like some of my favorite movies, like he did uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, A Deadly Friend, Serpent in the Rainbow. Then he did Shocker. Yeah, Mitch and you see Shocker, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, I Mitch
1: Pelagi, yeah, Mitch Pelagi and uh, Peter Berg. This is the main dude in that movie,
2: dude. I you look at Mitch Pelagi in that, how bold how crazy he was, and then you look at him in X Files. Yeah. I, know. I just gave him see, Xanax
1: for X-Files. See, I had seen Shocker before I saw the X-Files, but it wasn't until I watched a lot of X-Files and went back and watched Shocker again that I even put two and two together that that was him. I was like, man, that guy looks so familiar because his his, his acting is so much different, you know? It's so it's so great. Yeah, he's... Dude,
2: that's, that's range there. Absolutely. He doesn't do more.
1: yeah it is what I don't know what he's doing these days. I guess just reaping Thanks, his knowledge. uh his uh assistant director skinner money
2: yeah exactly uh, I'm glad they got it back for extra but,
1: uh, yeah I am too. But Shocker's awesome, man. Shocker's like the epitome of the '80s to me. Like it's, it's got a killer soundtrack. It's, it's got. I don't know, man. It's just, got, it's something about the the pacing of the film. It just it works so well. Um, so I was trying to think of who the who the lead female was in that film. I can't I can't think of her name. But uh. You got Horace Pinker, who is what he gets electrocuted in the electric chair and then basically turns into electricity, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. That's
1: that's such an awesome concept. It just goes on a killing spree. But so, how do you
2: feel about that one? Do you
1: do you
2: like it? I need to watch it again. It's been a while uh. I enjoyed it all right. I just it's one I really need to revisit yeah I think I would probably enjoy
1: it more mm-hmm. now than I did um yeah, i mean it's it's got cheesy elements to it for sure, but uh, yeah, Mitch Pegie really brings it up, man, he really amps that shit up with his like insanity,
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, That Um, was probably the best part of it to me. Just everyone
0: nuts.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, you've got Shocker and People Under the Stairs. Those both got Screen Factory releases uh, just a couple months ago on uh, Blu-ray. I'd love to pick those up, man. They just want a little too much money for them.
2: Yeah, I know. I know. (laughs) I <laughs> fucking people under the stairs. That goes way back for me and you. Oh man! What were we watching that on? Was that TBS or
0: USA?
1: It was one of them, man. TBS or USA or TNT or some shit. One of the channels that shows movies. Was it during the day? It seems like it was. It was, it was. daylight when we were watching that. It,
2: it was. It was like a, a late afternoon. which was interesting. I think it was on... Probably Saturday. Saturday, yeah. So we went from watching, like, you know, Garfield and Friends and shit like that to, uh, people on the stairs. (laughs) Uh... Dude, I I really, really wish I could get a copy of that print, that heavily edited TV print.
0: Because
2: it just seemed like whoever edited that, you know, just had fun with it. Made it as stupid as he could with that that dude screaming face you at Roach like that. Yeah. That's uh, Was it
1: was it Ving Rhames screaming it?
2: No, no, no. It was uh it was the the dad. It was the white remember, guy, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember him like staring down I guess at the at the people in, under the stairs <laughs> screaming face you at him. And it was just I, I distinctly remember that. I was like, what the hell? You know, <laughs> uh, that's that this this Everett McGill. To this yeah. Yeah. Uh, from, I'm not familiar with him, but he was in uh, my <clears throat> fellow Americans and under siege too.
1: heartbreak Ridge.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, I that was, was one. Okay. Yeah. Silver Bullet? Oh he was
1: the he was the uh, That's right. he
0: was Priest in Silver
1: Bullet, okay. Yep. Yeah, yep. preacher, whatever it was. I don't remember that. Yeah, I know exactly who that is now. He had like bondage gear on the whole movie.
2: Dude, that was so fucked up, man. I was like why is he wearing this? Is that just running around with a shotgun or something? Dressed as a gimp.
1: He was, like, he was getting pegged, and he had to go
2: kill these getting folks pegged. trying to break into his house. Yeah, just getting pegged in the ass. He had to get back to getting pegged.
0: Uh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and the whole time, Roach is just running around in the walls screaming like a crazy person with no tongue. They're
2: drinking milk. Boy,
0: uh, well, he's eating
2: cookies, <laughs> but he doesn't have any milk to drink. You remember from the first Got Milk commercial? Oh, uh-huh. that's was I him. From. The guy who played Rogers in the very first got milk. Actually. Really? No, I didn't know yeah. that. because uh, he was he was listening to a radio thing, eating cookies, and they asked a question, went like a contest, and uh, his mouth was full of cookie and he had no milk to wash it down, and he couldn't say the word right. They couldn't understand what he was saying, so he shoots himself. <laughs>
0: Okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> just saying, you gotta... <laughs> uh,
2: no, I remember that commercial, uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm
1: watching
2: a now. fucking crazy
1: movie. <laughs> looks like a peanut butter sandwich is what he was eating.
2: That's okay. Okay. Yeah. That would make
0: more sense. Cause, uh, Yep, always tearing it up
1: too. He's he's ravaging that sandwich.
0: (sighs) Wow. (laughs) That's a good commercial.
2: Yeah, it is. Uh, So he's like
1: uh, primarily known for roles where he can't talk.
2: Yeah, I guess. Yeah. It's a, I don't, I
0: don't know that I've really seen him in anything else, but I know
1: I have. Since he was in Twister, I just saw that a couple of days ago. I don't. Uh, never been kissed, Charlie's Angels. I mean, he, he's had a bunch of roles, but I don't think anything all that. Uh, he's still working, that's for sure. But you know, not probably not not main roles or anything.
0: But um but yeah, People Under
1: the Stairs is a great movie, man. It's it's a great uh, great commentary on uh on you know the the eighties mentality too. Yeah. Yeah you I'm know the like uh
2: bastardized version of like you know the Reagan's
1: well, cause they were basically taking the money out of the uh that of the city by apparently owned a lot of property and they were just like raising rent on people mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> I don't remember why they had a bunch of like pale white kids in the basement with no tongues. I don't remember what the purpose of that was, but um.
2: uh, yeah, I'd be curious to know what he was trying to say regarding the Reagan era.
1: Uh, with that, yeah, it's it's pretty pretty straightforward. But um, then, of course, we had New Nightmare, which uh, we kind of talked about a little bit before. Uh, basically, just put a new spin on the uh, the film. You haven't seen this one, have you? No, no, I haven't. Takes you know the the same type formula and just basically does a totally different film because all the characters played themselves in it. Yeah. Robert Englund played himself. Wes Craven was in the film playing himself. Uh, Bob Shea may have even been in it as himself. Um, Robert Englund, Heather langenkamp they all, they were just themselves, but Freddie was a character that, that came to life. And, uh, yeah, just really interesting, you know, really interesting idea to, to take that after they already ran that what uh six movies into the ground, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: After Fox Six Freddy's dead. Time. You know, just just a great breath of fresh air into that franchise. Um yeah. you know, I I still have mixed feelings about it, but uh but yeah, it's a great Great film, as far as I mean, I mean definitely a lot better than some of the more recent sequels that's for sure,
0: oh
2: yeah,
1: and then uh we had vampire in Brooklyn, which
0: uh
2: <laughs> I don't think we need to say a whole lot about that uh, yeah i I tried to sit back and watch that. I think it was on Netflix. I just could not get the.
1: See, I always get this mixed up with uh, around the same period of time John Landis did a film um, what was it called oh shit I can't I can't find it but I was thinking that, that he had done something similar to that like did like a comedic horror movie right around the same period of time I could be wrong maybe I'm thinking of Innocent Blood but uh Anyway, this... Yeah, I saw it a time or two, and uh, I think very forgettable, but uh, still, you know, something interesting, you know, doing a... You know, put a comedic spin on the uh, the vampire genre with Eddie Murphy. Yeah. What was that, 90s?
2: 90s what year was
1: that?
2: 95. 95, okay. That's 20 years. But
1: then, the, uh he hits the scene big time with Miramax and Scream in 1996, and pretty much blew the doors off of the horror genre there for the the you know rest of the decade. Yeah. You know, made made the the genre uh, you
2: know profitable again. Yeah, I'm wondering if he had any issues with getting that funded, especially after Vampire in Brooklyn.
1: No, he he turned it down more than once.
2: Oh really? Okay.
1: Yeah, it was offered to uh I mean it was, it was offered to Tarantino, it was offered to um Sam Raimi. Uh, because, you know, nobody knew um uh, let's see what is his name, Kevin uh Kevin Williamson. Nobody knew of him. That that's kinda what put Kevin Williamson on the map too you know, who had, who had written the script. Yeah. And, uh, you know, apparently Miramax had faith in that project and uh, finally convinced West to do it and uh, did it and just really, you know, changed the whole uh, genre from, from then on out, you know, as far as making it, uh, you know, uh, self-referential, you know, self-aware, uh, just, you know, changed everything, you know, pretty much a bunch of crappy copycat movies came out after that. Like Urban oh, wow. Legend, uh you know of course, you know, Scary Movies, what's the original script was, was titled. Uh, you know, they they did the the comedic movie, the Wayans brothers did.
2: Yeah, they had that ghost face thing in there, getting high.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But Yeah, Scream, again, I mean, it's not really a whole lot you could say about it um, that, you know, everybody hasn't said a hundred times before, you know, it's, uh, I'm not the biggest fan of that film, just because I don't really like the the subject matter, but I appreciate it for what it is, you know, I appreciate it for what it did for the genre, as far as making it, you know, making it where, you know, you could... uh, see a film, make a lot of money, you know? Like, before then, you know, people didn't go see horror movies as much. And this film, you know, everybody and their grandmother wouldn't saw. And
2: Jamie Kennedy was in that from the beginning, right? Yep.
1: Yeah. And He died in either two or three, I don't remember, maybe two. But, um, uh, yeah, I remember going to see Scream with my brother, and I think it wasn't it wasn't opening weekend. I think it was a week after it had opened, and I hadn't really heard a whole lot about it other than, you know, that it was doing well. We went, packed house. It was like middle of the day on a Sunday. They had oversold the theater, and we had to sit on the floor, which that was, I think, the only time I ever had to do that. Mm. At, at North Park. Oh, Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It was their biggest screen too, and uh packed to the brim. I mean, there was people standing, sitting everywhere.
2: Dude, I guarantee you, quite a few of them had snuck in. Oh, absolutely, yeah. That's that's why, yeah. That's why water. it was so
1: full, yeah. yeah. But it was popular as fuck, you know. So, yeah. Kudos to him for for you know going on with that project.
2: That the only one he did, or did he do more of them? No, he did all. He did four of them. Oh damn.
1: He did Scream and Scream Two just one year later, and then uh, Scream Three in 2000, and then Scream Four was the last film he did in
0: 2011.
1: But uh, yeah, Scream Two went on, made a shit ton of money. Um, I, I'm not particularly a huge fan of that one either but uh, then in 1999 he went on to do Music of the Heart and I, have you seen that film? No. I think uh, Meryl Street won an Oscar for it. So I think that's, that's primarily what it's known for it's I mean it's not a horror film or anything it's like legit film so you know he he kind of showed that he didn't have to stick to the horror genre if he didn't want to which I thought was pretty cool yeah yep yep uh, let's see I don't know if she won let's see no she was nominated for for an Oscar and a bunch of other bullshit but she was Nominated for, for for Best Actress in 2000. So you know, not not too shabby. No, no, not at all. But I've never seen it, so I, I can't really say a whole lot about it.
2: Then I would guess, not sure what year it was, but then he would do have a cameo in J and Son Bob Strike Back.
1: <laughs> I'm not sure.
0: I'm not no, sure what year that
2: was. Yeah, 2001. Baby. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember seeing that in theaters and seeing him. Uh, they were like filming another scream and some like snoochie boochies or some shit. What's going down?
1: Was that a uh, Was that a Weinstein movie too? It was, it was, wasn't
2: a it? a match, yeah. All those, so.
1: all those clerks bullshit movies, those yeah, Kevin Smith pieces of watch. garbage. So,
2: yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: I'm not a Kevin okay. Smith fan, so.
2: It's not something I think I could watch now. Uh, I've kind of, I guess, grown out of the Kevin Smith stuff.
1: But, I can't uh, believe you ever liked him. Seems too low too low brow for you.
2: <laughs> no, I liked Jan Tell Bob Strike Back and uh, Quirks. Uh, now, see, the thing about Quirks is I didn't see it when it came out originally. I didn't see it for a few years. Oh, really? So all my friends were like flipping out over Quirks. You know, the grunge. Of course they were. And all that. And, and I was like, yeah. okay.
1: Uh, you saw mall rats in the theater, though. I didn't think I did. I remember when you went and saw him. I think you did. Oh, you God. went and saw it with your friends.
2: I must have been raped I I, brutally the whole time. I thought I remember, I, remember you telling time. me that. Oh, yeah, doesn't matter. i just trying to
1: I think. I is...
2: I don't care for ball rats. Yeah. Uh, you know, I watched Corpse yeah. 2 when it came out. I couldn't
1: get into it. Did you just like vomit diarrhea all over the theater?
2: Oh, <laughs> vomited diarrhea. Yeah, I sure did. Start puking out of my asshole. Uh,
1: all right, who's the real thing again? My
2: mouth.
0: <laughs> uh, but, uh,
1: but
2: uh,
1: anyway, he did uh, Scream Three in two thousand. And then he did Curse in 2005. Did you get a chance to watch that one? I've not seen that. I, I recall it
2: coming out. though.
1: Yeah, Curse is one that, that pretty much everybody hate on. I, I don't think it's as bad as what everybody says, but uh, not, not a particularly great movie. But, uh, you know, it had been a little while since he put a film out. It had been five years. And then the same year he put out Red Eye, which is a film that I do really enjoy.
2: Yeah. I've seen a little bit of that one. But I've, I've heard not, nothing but good stuff about it.
1: Yeah. It's uh Killian Murphy, Rachel McAdams. That's one of the first places I saw both of them.
2: Yeah, I remember it. it starts and he just got his cock out. You now the play and his cock. Is, is, is that right? Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, and, and he gives her the red eye.
1: So they had to really stretch to get that PG-13 rating,
2: huh? Yeah, well, stretch is the key word there, yeah. There you go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. But, uh, yeah, I really
1: like that movie. Um, I don't know why people, uh, people seem to hate on that one, too. I think it's 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 one that, that people didn't really see I think because it's why you know no one ever really talks about it it's got Brian Cox in there um you know great
2: great cast
1: it's more of a thriller really it's not it's not really horror it's it's a thriller yeah
2: That's but, like, uh, that might be why some people rip on it probably yeah yeah
1: Horror fans are a fickle bunch, man. It's it's really sickening. Yeah. But um uh, And then he did My Soul To Take in two thousand ten. I'm willing to bet you didn't see that one either, right?
2: Of course not.
1: <laughs> That's one that I saw, uh my wife and I went and saw. And I really enjoy that movie. I know a lot of people, uh do not care for it, but I, but I really enjoyed it. It's it's similar to Scream, but uh, it's it's different enough that I that I enjoyed it. I enjoy it a lot more than I do Scream. Yeah. And uh, even Scream Four, that you know, that was his last film, came out two thousand eleven. I mean, even like I think Scream Four is better than, I mean, just about all the other Scream films, in my opinion. It's it's much better film. Um. I don't know if it's just I was tired of seeing the other films or what, but before Scream Four came out, I we tried to watch all the Screams, and we watched one and two, and we had to give up in the middle of three because uh, we didn't really care for it. But uh, yeah, I thought Scream Four was solid, you know, considering you know it was made twenty years after the first one or whatever, however many years it was. So like uh, almost.
2: Or a 15.
0: Well, no. First
2: one's not 6. Close to 15. Yeah. But, uh, that was his last one in 2011.
1: Yeah,
2: 2011. But, damn, he must have been dealing with that, that cancer for a little while then. I would think that's why I he not done anything.
1: I mean, I know he was attached to a lot of things. You know, um, but, you know, nothing ever materialized. I don't know uh, what the reason for that is. I mean, you're right. I mean, he very well could have been dealing with that for a while. We just weren't aware of it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, who knows, man. But just just really, uh, really unfortunate, really, really sad to see him go. It's just one of those things that just really reminds me of my own mortality, you know. Yeah. It just, seeing just brings of it that life. much closer. I know, uh-huh. I know, these, these these folks that, you know, I, I respect and, you know, we respect are just going to be dropping like flies pretty soon.
2: Well, they've already started, man. Uh,
0: yeah. But it's a shame. Yeah.
2: Uh, I guess we just need to enjoy what we've got while we've got. It.
1: Yeah. Well, rest in peace, sir. I know we probably didn't didn't do it justice, but uh we were uh you know, big fans of your work. Um but I don't really have anything else I wanted to uh say about that, do you?
2: No, I can't think of anything. I think we hit I think we hit all the right notes.
1: Yeah, for the most part. I mean it, it, some of that stuff is
2: is easy to gloss
1: over. Mm-hmm. Um but real quick before we go, I wanted to mention one one story I thought you think was funny. Um it, I don't know if you read about this story, a uh a British woman, uh she had a, an online relationship with this guy. And uh they've been they've been dating for for uh, for a couple of years and they eventually got together and they started having sex, but for some reason they had this uh this thing going where uh she would wear a blindfold. And then he would go in and have sex with her, and then, you know, I guess leave. Well, anyway, come to find out that uh, it it wasn't a man at all. It was a woman wearing a strap-on, but it was actually this woman's best friend.
0: Dude. Oh, my God. Yeah. So crazy. That's fucked up. Dude, that's really fucked
1: up. Oh, uh, apparently he was too ashamed of his injuries he'd suffered during a car accident is why she wore the blindfold. That's and they were uh they were engaged to be married and then she took the blindfold off and just saw her friend there with a with a strap on. Did she make her stop? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, her friend was found guilty of three counts of sexual sexual assault.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could see that.
1: She, she had uh, created a, a fake profile on Facebook. I just thought that was so crazy, man. That's
2: that's really fucked up.
1: I was trying to see what the woman said. She,
2: Oh, yeah, the... Uh,
1: the complainant claims to her friend, her friend tried to explain away her extraordinary deception by comparing it to the movie 17 again, in which Matthew Perry is transported to the
2: body of Zach Efron. What? What? I don't think you can really explain away raping your crap. I
1: mean, I don't even understand that logic.
2: Well, that's a, a
1: fantasy movie.
2: It's not real. Well, I just went out the window when she decided to do what she did. Dude, that's that's really, like, fucked up. I know that fucked that woman up pretty bad.
1: Yeah, can you imagine? Dude. Yeah, see, I don't think I would ever fall for the blindfold trick, first of all.
2: Oh, hell no. You know, I don't care how long I've been uh, talking to somebody online. And, uh, no. Well, I have warrant or some shit. So it's like, what? No. But you can't have a relationship like that.
0: Just get nope, pegged in the all. ass
2: by somebody.
1: I believe they call it arse over there. Arse? <laughs>
2: She <laughs> got three counts of
1: arson, three counts of
2: uh,
1: of arson abuse.
2: Arson abuse, a buggery.
1: Arson abuse in the
0: corridor, dude. That's
2: imagine that have been two dudes. I know,
1: uh, I know. that's exactly what I was what I was thinking.
2: Like you have to wear a blindfold, and I have to peg you. Because that's, that's, that's just my thing. It's like, oh, okay, I love you enough, we'll do this.
1: I mean, yeah, it's, it, I mean, our best friend, apparently, like, it just, I don't know, it's fucked up. Fucked yeah, it's up. Really? It's, it's really hard to wrap your brain around stuff like that.
2: I just hate it for her. Because that's, yeah. that's, that's seriously, seriously fucked up. But,
1: uh, I mean, she was supposed to marry this dude. <laughs> yeah, uh, supposed
2: dude. And she lost a lot right at that one time. She the bottom. Absolutely. Of but uh, I appreciate you sharing that that story with me.
1: Yeah, well, I thought you'd appreciate that. Yeah,
2: that's a lot of I I really thought you were gonna tell me somebody else was uh, shoving cow eyeballs in their in their rectum.
1: <laughs> oh man. These news stories are awesome.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they sure are.
1: It's crazy that you can I mean that you could even bring charges on somebody like that. Yeah, I mean, you, it was consensual. Yeah, I mean, it was consensual. They got her, she was convicted for, uh, what did I say?
2: Sexual assault.
1: Asshole abuse. Ass, asshole abuse. Asshole. <laughs> 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 Three counts of sexual assault. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Like, Sexual assault—that's rape, right? I mean, this is not yeah. in America,
2: but yeah, it was consensual, but it was obviously fraudulent uh, uh, at best. Yeah, I
1: mean, that's kind of the the cost of doing business, though. When you when you you meet up with somebody and you put a blindfold on, yeah,
2: well, I know, I know. I mean,
1: that could be the it could be the L.A. Lakers fucking you, you know, for all you know. Well, I
2: don't know how you can't tell the difference between a real penis and a strap-on. Yeah,
1: that's what I was thinking, too. Maybe he said his dick got burned off or
2: something. <laughs> Maybe. Honestly, you might be right.
1: My dick got burned off, and I'm. it got replaced with this, like, soft, soft, subtle skin. Almost like a lady's skin, if you will. Yeah.
2: yeah. And then then I grew titties. You know, I was a victim of Agent Orange, so my dick fell off and I grew tits.
1: (laughs) I was watching the episode of uh, South Park earlier when gluten... I don't know if you you watch South Park anymore, but... Oh, I've been watching... The gluten... Like, like, they eat gluten and their dicks blow off, man. They, like,
2: they fly off
1: across the room.
2: (laughs) They explode like a firecracker.
1: Yeah.
2: That was fucking hilarious. I love the, the doctor up there who, like, got, he extracted pure gluten for the wheat. And they told yeah. him, well, if it's not harmful, why don't you drink it? So he does it. And then he you he think he's going to turn into somebody like, you know, Mr. Hyde. But then his dick just yeah. explodes out of his pants like a rocket.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> oh,
2: man. yeah, that was a good episode, man. I think this last season, season 18, was not as strong as they had been. Yeah. But, but, dude, they've been – you can go back 10 years, and they're very consistent. Uh, I think after, like, the first three seasons, they really picked up.
1: There were some good ones in that season 18. I'm I'm trying to find them.
2: It's just overall, though, like, you know, for several seasons there, every single episode was fantastic.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't think they're losing steam. It's just
2: it should work out.
1: Have you seen how they make that show? Did you see that documentary they have on it?
2: No, I'm not seeing that. I I really
1: need to It's crazy, man. Like, they make that episode in a week. Yeah. From start to finish. Like,
2: it's crazy. I remember, what was it, a few months back, or last year, when they actually were late once. For the first time. Oh, really? Yeah, because of that. Because of uh, how close they cut it. They were actually late. Yeah. Uh... And I know Comedy Central was not pleased about that.
1: Well, I mean, when that's, that, that's your formula. You know, there's all sorts of things that could go wrong.
0: Yeah,
2: and, and they've been doing it almost 20 fucking years, if you can believe that. Uh, so, yes, yeah. out of all that, the way they put it close like that, yeah, it's not, not too bad.
1: I wonder how much those dudes make off an episode of that show. I mean, they're like, they're bankrolling, right? Like, they're making crazy money.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, they're making millions of dollars an episode, right?
2: I have no idea what they're doing. They're, they're fine, though. Uh,
1: I, I'm just saying that because I know at first, you know, they kind of got fucked by Comedy Central, and then they turned it back around on them when the show got really popular. hmm and they were, you know, demanding all this money when their contract ran up, so you know, they're they're, they're getting paid well, I know that, because that's pretty much all they do.
2: Oh, yeah. Dude, I remember right after Team America, they were talking about making a giant monster movie, and, uh, they were like, they, they hated all the work they had to do on Team America, so they decided not to do it.
1: Yeah, that's that was probably a bad project to do, to to, to, to to you know, base that on. I can imagine all the work that went into that.
2: Oh, dude. Dude, you can look into the uh, Kyoto Brothers, uh, the, the guys who did Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, they worked on a lot of those puppets.
1: Oh, really? Uh, You've told oh, me that dude.
2: before. Yeah, they've done a lot of stuff. It's pretty funny seeing one of them with the Kim Jong il puppet.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, look them up, man. They've done quite a bit of stuff, like The Land of the Lost, 90s version. Yeah. Uh, They're on Facebook, and it's them. Uh, Charles Kyoto, about a month back, started putting sketches up of the sleeve stacks that he had considered doing for the Land of the Lost thing, that were more like the 70s sleet sacks, But you remember the 90s, the Lost uh, sleet sacks didn't look anything like they did in the 70s. uh, Uh But he was tearing himself in, you asshole, saying that he should have (laughs) stuck with uh, the more traditional look because it looks better. That's a very iconic look. Uh, He would with something completely different. I, I never liked the way they looked in the 90s. I'm the way they look in the 70s. He's been showing off a lot of pure cloud stuff lately.
1: Sorry, I was pulling up
2: an image of that so
1: I can see
0: it. Seeing the the 70s versions. Yeah, the 90s ones were retarded. Oh
1: shit! I see, like a crazy face, right? Yeah,
2: like a real reptilian uh, cross eyed Yeah, yeah.
1: No, I never liked them. Um, oh yeah, I, was, I,
2: I remember those from the nineties
1: too. Nineties
2: version.
0: Well,
2: I remember the uh, the toys. I was actually looking on eBay. All the toys are are uh, all the toys are cheap still, except for the T-Rex and a pteranodon thing they made. I had the Rex. I don't know what the fuck happened to it. I wish I still
0: had it. Uh, but uh, it's neat seeing those on there. Huh?
1: Yeah. That's interesting. So these guys mainly just do special effects and stuff
2: now, right? Yeah. Yeah. You, you remember the uh, the old dinosaur documentaries I used to watch? That came on uh, Disney Channel. Yes. Yeah, they did the dinosaur special effects for those.
1: Yeah, we've talked about this before.
2: Yeah, yeah, that. But that—that's what they do. That's like all they do. They seem like cool dudes. So
0: really down to earth. Yeah. Oh, I forgot What was talking about?
2: Yeah. Well, how the hell did we get to that? from from some woman pegging her best friend.
1: Uh, Team America. South oh, Park yeah. and then Team America. Okay, yeah, there we go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, um,
1: well, yeah, man, you want to uh, go ahead and call it quits?
2: Yeah, yeah, I need to go ahead and try to get some sleep here, I think. Yeah, me too. But, uh,
1: all right, guys. We uh, thank you for listening. And uh, if you have any questions, comments, recommendations—the usual—you can uh, hit us up on Twitter. That is two peas on a pod. And uh, yeah, we thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.